Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to our live broadcast. I'm Jason DeMars. And just want to remind everyone, you can contact me through jasondemars.com if you have any prayer requests, testimonies, or questions for me. Um, just recently got, got some feedback, uh, requested some from people I knew that are regular listeners about topics that we're going to be covering in the near future, um, and also some other questions from people that uh, I hadn't requested to. I, I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate your feedback. Please, please share your feedback with me. Um, I definitely desire that. And um, also remind you, there's books books we have that you can order on the website. They're completely free. Um, with that said, we're going to get into the training of ministers, part 15 now. So that's been... I guess it's been three weeks now we've been on the topic. So, again, if you have any questions regarding ministers or ministry, please let us know. Um, I'm watching the comments come in, so if you have a question right now, uh, feel free to put it in, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook listening in. Um, please let us know you're listening, and uh, any questions you might have about the training of ministers now, uh, please let me know. I may not cover it this time. I may cover it in the future, but please let me know now. With that said, um, I want to talk about um, some of the some of the nitty gritty for ministers, and I think there can be a, um, a tendency to be a little bit um, thin-skinned. Uh, not all ministers. Some ministers are, have tough skin. Some ministers are, are but some ministers are thin-skinned. And so I want to talk about when uh, believers resist what you're teaching, resist what you're saying. Uh, Brother Tony, God bless you. Good morning, Brother Danny. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for listening in. Um, keep the keep the greetings coming in everyone I uh, appreciate that and and so uh, it, being a minister requires patience so you might get questions from people um, maybe they're questions that you don't understand how to answer um, maybe they're maybe they're things that are frustrating number one is we have to have patience with people how do we deal with difficult questions and difficult people. Number one is, it's not about us. It's not about what we want. We need to be able to go to the Lord to get answers to people's questions. If we don't have the answer to the question, humbly tell them, I don't have the answer. I will commit that topic to study, and I will get back to you uh, as the Lord would lead. There's nothing wrong with that statement, don't let your pride get in the way. Sister Rhonda, greetings to you. God bless you. From New Brunswick, Canada. Appreciate you listening in. Um, questions from people should be encouraged. You want, uh, we want feedback, but we don't want just people patting us on the back and saying, 
attaboy, attaboy, you're doing good, you're doing good. How are we going to grow that way? We'll feel good about ourselves, but how will we grow spiritually when all we're looking for is a pat on the back? Shame on us. We need, we need questions and feedback. If people aren't understanding, you don't want to go five, uh, five years. I don't even want to go two services, one service where people don't understand. I want to be in a position as a minister that people will come to me and say, I didn't understand that. I want an open relationship with the people. I don't want to keep them at arm's length. Oh, it hurts too much when somebody gives me feedback that says they don't understand. No, it's not about us. We're not in the picture. It's about the people's spiritual growth. Questions should be freely accepted. Questions should be encouraged. If we don't know how to answer questions, A, there's someone that does. B, God knows how to answer. Go to Him and get the, learn how to get the answer. Now, another thing is when there's resistance, sometimes people, preachers, will begin to preach against those people from the pulpit. I suggest to you that that's unscriptural. The Bible says if you have a problem with your brother, go to him privately and tell him. If he doesn't listen, take someone else with him, with you, and confront them. Then, after you've done those things and made your confrontation clear, then it says tell it to the church and treat them as an unbeliever and a, a, a tax collector and an unbeliever. So we don't, we don't deal with people that are problematic for us by whipping them publicly, trying to conform them into the shape that you want them in. In other words, shut up and sit down and just say amen and don't say anything else. Honestly, that's pathetic. It's pathetic. It shows that you don't even have a calling to ministry. You're there for the people. The people are not there for you. Get it straight. You are a servant of the people. Yes, you're first a servant of God. But you're serving you're ministering to the people on behalf of the Lord. You're there to answer their questions. You're there to um, further their spiritual growth. You're not there to whip them into the shape that you want them to be in. Yes, it's frustrating sometimes when people don't understand and don't have questions, or have questions that you feel like you've already answered in, in the sermon. If you've already answered in the sermon, say, well... Um, maybe I'm misunderstanding your question, but uh, I believe I answered that in such and such a sermon. Send them the link if you're if you're live streaming. If you're if you're not live streaming, send them your notes. We don't have to be rude to the people. Uh, we don't have to be unkind. Uh, we exude patience. We exude kindness. Just look at some of the attributes that a minister is supposed to have. If you can't endure frustrating people, if you can't be patient with people, then you don't need to be in the ministry. You need to step aside. Um, 
again, First Timothy three. So these are some of the things that are that a bishop needs to have uh, in order to qualify as a bishop. Uh, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, no striker, not greedy of filth or filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, one that rules his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity, patient, not a brawler, not a striker. You're, you're there to patiently teach and help the people to grow. That's your job. That's your purpose. That's what God will use you for if you'll allow Him. Get yourself out of the way. Get your emotions out of the way. Let Him work through you. Here's the qualifications that we see in the book of Titus. For a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God. He's a steward of God. He's a manager of God's property. He, you are, the people are not the property of the minister. The people are the property of God. It's the Lord's heritage, God's heritage. We are merely stewards. To what? To, to feed them, to encourage them, to correct them, to build them up, to pray for them. Not self-willed, not self-willed. In other words, he's not seeking his own own will. He's seeking the will of God. His will is out of the question. His desire is out of the question. He's seeking the mind and heart of God. Not soon angry. Don't be quick to be angry with people. Be patient. Not given to wine, no striker. Not given to filthy lucre, but a lover of hospitality. A lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate. Holding fast the faithful word as he, as he hath been taught, that he may be able to buy sound doctrine, both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. So, by the word, we're supposed to convince people by the word. Not by our own thoughts, not by our own opinions. We're supposed to show the people in the word the truth. If you have questions, difficult people, the word will deal with the issues. Not us, not up to us. It's up to the Lord to deal with the people. And he deals with them through the word. We'll simply, his manager, his steward, we do it with patience, we do it with love, we do it with kindness, we don't get angry quickly, we are patient. We're passionate about the word, but we're patient and we don't publicly lambast people for asking questions. That's basically telling them, don't ask a question. Just say amen and shut up. Not what we need to encourage. We need to understand what's happening in the hearts of the people. With that said, I'm going to bring this to a close. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimony, please let me know at jasondemars.com. May the Lord richly bless you.